It's Thursday, and you know what that means. We are at the midpoint of Series 7, but we are full to the brim with fart lucky fun and cannot wait to bring you some more of it. Before we do, though, it's our opportunity, as always, to share with you some of the amazing companies that make up our running community. Not paid advertising, just good people trying to do good things. Now, this week, a familiar face appears, or at least a familiar logo, as we team up with Mornway Apparel. If you follow me on the old socials, you will see I'm normally head-to-toe in Mornway gear, and that is because I'm a big supporter not only of the brand, but also also a firm believer in what Noel is trying to achieve. On a journey to become a more sustainable business, Mornway have just launched a brand new t-shirt made from 100% post-consumer plastic bottles. Five, in fact, are used in making each of their graphic tees, and they look incredible. A stylish design, mixing the best of Mornway's classic look with a contemporary, bold, and unique design. Now, I can hear you. You want to know more about this shirt, right? Well, head over to mornwayapparel.com and check it out along with the rest of their products. They've got some great deals across the whole range. Now, as always, that's not all. We know a guy who knows a guy, and we've sorted a sweet Johnny discount out for Fartlek family members. Just use the code WTF10 for 10% off across the site. That is WTF10 at checkout. Lots of love to Noel and to Mornway, and we think you're going to love them too. So head over and check their stuff out. Now, listen, I listened to last week's opening and I thought to myself, you know what, Matt's doing pretty well here. He almost sounds professional. Maybe I'm a little bit too harsh on him sometimes. Then, Thumbhead. Thumbhead. Well, I'll tell you what, you incompetent little troll. Let's see how you do next week opening the show without me writing a script for you, eh? The liberties that some Ewoks take. Hit the music. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting a friend of gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that finds that run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in You? Hello, hello, hello. Can you believe that we are halfway through this series already? I can believe. I can believe. Series, episode six. Mad, isn't it? It's absolutely flying, this yeah. series. And we are together. Again. Again. Bi-weekly. Mm. Sci-fi. Bi-mon. Sci-fi-con. Simpsons reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, and we've gone handheld because the clamps are broke. Yes. So hopefully it so doesn't mess th- up the There's course. no spit guard either, so if we're keen here, it's... We are in a little bit, so let's just come away yeah. from the microphone. Have to learn Hold how to it. use this professionally. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 7, Episode 6 of the What the Fartlet Podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matt. And uh, yeah, we're cooking on gas, aren't we, buddy? Mm. Well, before we carry on with this uh, episode, I think we need to warn people. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. We've recorded all the segments prior before the, uh, this bit. Post. And, uh, yeah. Prior to record, yeah, I get what you were trying to say. Sorry, continue. I was being mean. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, there's some swearies in this one, so you fucking arsehole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. Let me out again. We've, we, we've had to put the e on front of it that says there's explicit content, so now we can just say, "Oh, well, you're a fucking ewok." <laughs> yeah, so this one's a bit sweary. So uh, if you've got little kids in the car, then maybe. Uh, yes. Maybe unless you just listen to the Rashi bit, that one's safe. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rashi's lovely. Mm. It's got absolute. Yeah, she doesn't swear mm. at all. She's an absolute diamond. <gasps> I'm, I'm giving up the what's in the show this week. Yeah, it's on the front of the episode. Oh, nice. People know that she's going to be on it, mate. <laughs> Calm down. Why don't you uh, fly straight into them, redeem yourself, and tell them what's on the show today? Yeah, so obviously this week we're going to be talking about our weeks in running. Uh, part run chat with Bema. Uh, Rob catches up with, like I said before, with Rasha uh, for this week's chat. Part run league updates and roll calls. And then the thank you. Ooh, thank you. 
Um, yeah, excited. So how's your week been, Mum? It's been good. Yes, I did. Uh, I did part run at the uh, at the weekend. Um, did I, you? I did. I, Got that in straight away, I almost yeah. didn't do part run because uh, I've obviously I think everyone's seen this on my story, but I signed up to the uh, scan the wrong barcode. So yes, please tell <laughs> please tell me about your experience of part run because I'll be honest, when you were messaging me, I thought you were joking, and there isn't much more that could have gone wrong that didn't go wrong, is there? So tell everyone what happened. First of all. Whose watch did you use? Uh, I, I used Donna's watch because obviously I wanted to see what what to uh, to stop my watch on for the uh, Partland League challenge this week to stop your watch on a four. Yeah, did so you manage used... that? No. No. Nope. <laughs> so Donna uh, got an all-time PB. Donna got an all-time PB. Uh, yeah. But she was gutted that she had to delete afterwards. Why I don't know. <laughs> she had, I think she said she got 33 um, achievement points on. Strava. Yes, because you ran it, you moron. <laughs> but I got back and uh, I said, oh. I've, run this on this time in your watch and she just had a big beaming smile on her face i'm like it's not you've not run it oh you're <laughs> such a grinch shut up but she's not the only one who got a pb is no, she no no she isn't uh, who else got a pb at part run my five-year-old son apparently could run a <laughs> sub 21 minute part run at <laughs> five years old and why is that matt yeah because in my uh, in my excitement of finishing fifth at the part run yeah. i uh, scanned the wrong book <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Isaac uh, was was the all-time leading uh, percentage. What what is it? Uh, the, the, the age grade. The age grading. He was at like 97% yeah, age grade. Of the whole he? world. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest five-year-old to ever. Oh check. Oh check. I bet they were they were a part of HQ. There'd have been somebody in that office being like, guys, it's happening. We've we've finally got. Some superhuman kid in Rotherham. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys! And then like an hour later, oh no, he's just some dickhead who can't read. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more concerned about my points not getting added for the part run lead. To be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But yeah, I soon, I soon rectified it and uh, it was all resolved. But yeah, for for a little while, it was the all-time leading uh, grade of uh, Rotherham and, and and the UK. So uh, and beyond. Claim to fame. Brilliant. Brilliant. Good job. So how else? What else have you been up to? Uh, volunteering at Parkrun uh, the day after, uh, which was good. Uh, junior. Don, Don, uh, yeah, junior Parkrun. Donna ran that, and we saw we met the Queen there uh, did you yeah laura blackwell uh, was a run director there director mm-hmm. there queen and, of hearts uh, yeah she's she dressed up as the queen and she was giving it all the uh oh it should be the queen of spades laura blackwell oh, oh. that's what we'll call her now the queen of spades, queen of spades. yes I like that one. Mm-hmm. yes so she was uh, addressing her minions doing the warm-up and all that good fun um more volunteers than than, than runners due to the weather but yeah uh, they enjoyed it um and I enjoyed doing the uh, volunteering. Yeah. Uh, ran today with you. We did. Just on a speed session. Very um, good time. Yes, a, a tempo run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you smashed it, mate. Yep, thank you. Awesome running. Um, and that's about it. Carry on recycling. I've decided to uh, to try and cut down on eating all all the shit. Yep. Um, to try and lose a bit of weight as well and, and get a bit leaner and faster. So, yeah, all good. Yeah. Oh, good, mate. Good. How about your week? I know you went away and ran with a few people. and. Uh, oh, mate, you all right? I am all right. Did, you, did, it, did it hurt a little bit? It did, yes. See me running with others. Yeah, I other like friends. It. Well, no, I mean, that was last week, wasn't it? We, we've mm. recorded since then, so you know I've already talked mm. about running down south, mm. but uh, last week I was back in weirdness. Weirdness. It is interesting what you said about um, uh, <laughs> wanting to lose weight, because uh, we don't have any scales in our house. No. We do it on purpose. We do it because... Um, 
I think it can be quite counterproductive yes. to weigh yourself constantly and to get bogged down in it. But while I was funny enough, while I was recording the uh, the football podcast with JP on Monday, I was um, I, I was walking around. I, I don't do it on the proper setup like like we do. We just do it on phones mm. with the earphones in. And um, I'm walking around the living room in my mum's house. It's only a quiet room in the house. Kids are in bed <laughs> upstairs, and I found the pair of scales underneath and i made the mistake away myself while we recorded <laughs> and if you go and listen to last week's episode of the of the, of the football pundit Post podcast you can hear the moment while we're talking where <laughs> i just break out i'm making some comment about like liverpool not falling short win the league all of a sudden i'm like oh shit i'm 12 stone eight <laughs> just expect you to stop talking and go Oh, <laughs> it was, it was that. It was like Winnie the Pooh. We only get stuck in that hole. When you get stuck in Rabbit's door, it was like that. Bother. I was like, oh God, I've put a stone and a half on. <laughs> maybe, maybe I need to run a bit more. Um, so yeah, that, that, oh yeah, I say that kicked my ass into gear. I've had, I've had like crap and I've drank like a fish. Mm. Um, but we, we've only got one life. We've got to live it and enjoy yeah, it and find some balance, haven't we? So, uh, yes. Yeah, so I was in Witness. Um, Sammy and I got out and did a speed yes. session. We don't get to do that very often. That was lovely. She's uh, struggled with her running journey. Been very vocal about it. She was when she came on the podcast last series. Um, uh, she We did some 200s. She was brilliant intervals. She was really, really good. Uh, that was really nice to go out and do that together. Friday night, again, we got another chance to run together because, of course, we've got the mother-in-law mm-hmm. and my mum to look after the kids, which we don't get in Sheffield. So we went to... Uh, we did a five-mile loop. Yeah, five miles. About five and a half mile loop of, uh, of weirdness with uh, with the wonderful Rob Corns. Always good to see Rob. Um, going through some stuff at the minute, Rob. Uh, dead proud of you, mate. Cracking on. Keep going. You've got this. Um, and Amy. We met Amy for the first time, um, who is another member of Team Weirdness. Uh, and I, I was very, very keen to meet Amy because uh, Amy was actually at, I don't even know this, she was, oh, you weren't there, so you won't, it doesn't impact you, but when we did the big meet-up, that's all right, mate, when we did the big meet-up at um, Witness Park Run mm-hmm. for, for Joe, for Joe, for Josephine, our Josephine, um, uh, Amy was there. And ah. she, she'd reached out a couple of times to say she listens to the podcast. I think you spoke about this a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, but she came and she, and she said she was a bit too nervous to come and say hello. And it broke my heart, that did, because mm. I was like, I don't want anybody to feel that way. So we made a point of catching up. And I saw her three times in the course of three days. <laughs> we did Friday night run bit. We, did part, we volunteered at part run together on the Saturday. And then she ran the Jubilee 10K that I was emceeing. Awesome. So that was wonderful. Really nice lady. Uh, re- really good good egg she kept sammy going me and rob oh. ran together a lot and her and sammy yeah. ran together and and and, and chatted on and uh, she and i know sammy was very very grateful for that so so uh, thank you to amy thank you to rob your company and of course it was friday friday run beer. Mm. so we finished in uh, in the church viewing witness for a couple of pints of guinness so that was nice and uh, and then part run volunteered tail completely shagged the part run lee challenge you'll hear more about that later and then i was on the microphone at the first yes. ever jubilee 10k i saw the stories on the uh, on the old run through uh, stories on instagram yep we had a great time it was a, a really good event uh, really enjoyed it sammy volunteered as well sammy works for run through now as well um doing some of the admin and the emails on the weekends um so it was her chance to go and meet some of the people that she works with mm-hmm. for the first time and also my chance to get back out and do a little bit of MC. And I don't get to do it very often um but i you know a couple of times about five six times a year and i love it absolutely love it when the sound of my own voice in it so <laughs> come on let's face it it, it was ever a job more tailor-made for a person it was that but it was great it was great to do something local saw a lot of familiar face my friend ross um, uh, who uh, you might have seen on my stories on Instagram. We, we tend to meet up at Partner every now and then. He was a friend from, from school and from college. 
Uh, we played footy together in our early 20s um, and he's got into running and he just rocked up on the day and he was like, I was MC and he was like, can I just sign up? And I was like, yeah, man, go, go, go. Amy was there. Kelly was there. Uh, yeah, uh, hoping I'm not forgetting anybody. I've got a bit of a brain fart, but it was great. So familiar faces, loads of people I know, loads of Witness Running Club, the Teal Army, as they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was brilliant. It was really, really good. The weather was atrocious. Yes, I didn't, I was in my little tent and I was quite happy in my little tent. I don't envy them. Uh, it was it was blowing a gale and running over that bridge twice as well, wow. thinking you were going to take off like Murray Bloody Poppins or something. But uh, they all everyone did amazing. There's about a thousand people ran it. It was it was a great event and it's happening again next year. So strongly rec- recommend anybody in the northwest. You know we're big um, simps for run through anyway, and we'll always big up their stuff. But it was a great event and we really really enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome. Are you running it next year? They're not emceeing again. That's the that's question. Yeah, I don't know. Depends it d- on weather. Depends on weather, weather, <laughs> w- it depends on, one, the weather, and two, weather, they ask me. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> see that bit of wordplay there. there. You're absolutely welcome. Um, so, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see. But what it did do is uh, is it meant that Sammy volunteered, and mm-hmm. Runther, of course, have their amazing scheme where your volunteers get uh, the race places. So we were able to use um, those race places to get ourselves to Alton Towers, didn't we, Matt? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. What did we have to do, Matt? Just because you because you want me there and you want you want me there so much, you offered your your well earned volunteer token credits to put me and Donna on this on the ten k on tower. That's not what happened. I appreciate that because no. because you want us there that no. much. No, you can't live without us no. that much. That you no. We said that we were going to start signing up for it back in January. It is now June and you've still not signed up because you are the most forgetful little burr I have ever met in my life. Mm. And I got to a point where sometimes with you, I just have to take control <laughs> and just book things for you. So I just, I've just booked you on the Alton Towers 10K. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we're still at the minute sleeping in Aldi. Well. And, and you've still not booked a hotel. So just not learning. You're like a seal headbutting an electric fence. There's just you just the same shit over and over again. I messaged I messaged Donna uh, saying, "Did you get your confirmation email? Because obviously you've you've signed her up." And I've so I put, uh, "We just need to book a room now, or we can still sleep in Aldi again." And she just sent one message back saying, "Hilarious." <laughs> she, sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna. She was not happy with you that night at all. There was, there was, I was like, there was one point where I was like, "Donna, you can sleep on our floor. Just leave him in the car park." Um, yeah. Brilliant, but we're going to be there. Alton Towers, it's going to be amazing. Awesome. We've yeah, still I got pr- the. I pre- appreciate you uh, you signing me up for that, mate. When, when I do the volunteer stint, I'll have to uh, sign you up for. Some yeah, you will. No, I behave. I, I wasn't. I wasn't a humble brag. I wasn't looking for some kind of praise or credit. It was more just to take the piss out the fact that you're so unorganised. <laughs> um, and, and I know you do the same for me. So um, that's great. And yeah, Alton Towers, we've got the what the fat like family weekend are coming mm-hmm. up. We'll probably wax a bit of lyrical about that at the end, like we normally do. But also Alton Towers is going to be a great one. We're going for the weekend. Yes run through very there's a discount code you get entry for 30 quid i think still um if you're a fart like family member just hit us up if you want that information um it's great uh, I, I was bigging that up to so many people this weekend yeah. um it, it's amazing we had such a great time last year you get yeah. to go on all the rides you don't have to queue for the rides oh, it's, it's the one choo 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 um runaway train uh private joke but there's probably about 30 people at this podcast going choo choo <laughs> um and you can be one of them next year so uh, do come along if you want some more info you want to know what it's like and and much like the story of Amy, um, if you are feeling a little bit nervous, please don't. We will do everything we can to make you feel welcome. We'd love to have you on board. Yep, awesome. His own cheer squad, his own. Uh, we might get a little bit of a banner going at the side of the thing this year. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we're looking at and, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, meet up before, meet up after, and then enjoy the rides. Yeah, couple of beers. beers. Couple of beers. Awesome. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, excellent stuff. So that's that. 
and uh, that's my week. Awesome, awesome, solid week. Oh, you forgot to mention the uh, the, the tempo run we did. Oh yes, and we did a tempo run, and you got me there. And yeah, it, it was quite a big deal actually because I've been doing a couple of tempo runs, and you've been pacing me to them, and I've been getting kind of around times that i wanted in the um the hard bits in the middle that's what she said um but uh we've been doing two miles haven't we mm-hmm. and we pushed it out to three yeah and uh and we hit the markers so happy 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 well done. thank you awesome uh excellent and that is that so we could probably it, it's difficult and it? it's annoying when we're together because you could we could just chat on and just yeah. chat bollocks for ages but we've got loads to get to haven't we so uh first things first should we get over and have a chat with ben and emma about they've been somewhere familiar somewhere that i've been fairly recently as well for park on this week so mm-hmm. should we go and find out a bit more about it yeah let's do it hey matt yes do you want to say hello to ben and emma i know hello ben and emma what are you doing here Oh, all right, that... that joke's that joke that ship sailed. No, it's still funny. It's not. It's not. I mean, yeah, I've been here for the last. Were you last week? Oh, no, you weren't here last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> that screwed up, man. Ben and Emma, how we doing? Really good, thank you. Yes, but on thanks. Just been running near you. Um, down oh, yeah. Valley with uh, with uh, Beth. We so... were just we were just at Rother Valley. Were you? Yeah. At what time? Uh, from about half past three till about five o'clock. Oh, we were there for about half. Mm, maybe we got there just after. About five o'clock. Quarter to five. Yeah, quarter to five we got there. So we did. You must yeah. have just got down and started as we did were. You run, did you run clockwise? Um, we went as we come down the slope. We turned left. So yeah, yeah, but, five, yeah. kinda... you'd have been you'd have been finishing as we were starting. That's what she said. Wee. All right, nobody cares about this, do they? But it's a shame yeah. that we missed you. Uh, guys, uh, we've got some part run tourism chatter. Uh, you went somewhere familiar. I might even be able to get involved in this conversation. Where did you go this week? So we went to Ashbourne Park Run, which... Um, so this week, I'd seen that some people had been volunteering to be... Um, write the run report. Mm-hmm. So I thought, ooh, I'll write in and I'll have a little look on my page and see what kind of thing people write and whose face faces popped up. You and JP. Me and JP being put to shame by that good looking bastard stood next to me. <laughs> Although I'm sure they called him Sam Hitchmo. They did. They did. Yeah, they thought we were, they thought we were just like a gay couple, I think. <laughs> which I'm which I'd be fine with. I'd be He's fine not with. wrong. I don't think he'd be too happy. He could do better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we went to Ashbourne, which uh, was on its fifth event, which Mm -hmm. is one of the Fibonacci sequence. So we dropped Paul, McPaul, a message, because we know he's Fibonacci hunting as well, and he met us there. Uh, Yeah, so it's not the most inspiring course. It's round a couple of fields, a bit of trail, pretty flat um but just absolutely lovely lovely um so ex- like because it's a new event the volunteers are mm. just so excited just yeah. so just so enthusiastic when we turned up we started rambling on at them about our challenge chasing we started on about the part run league and uh, how we needed to get four seconds and ben's on about how i needed to get position 13 and they just listened to us talking rubbish, didn't they? They, they found it quite funny, in, actually. In, indulged you. 
shall we say absolutely but yeah no like em says so you, you see you pull up there's a free car park right next to it where the pavilion is which has got the toilets in and somewhere to go for coffee afterwards and the start you can see it it's it's about 50 meters away um so we were having our chats before uh belinda the uh run director on the day she was dressed in a in her robe and her crown very regal table absolutely um a little bit chaos you can tell it's a new event at the start the the first time as briefing went okay um there was a little cluster of us listening to that and then everybody else was kind of scattered behind um as soon as that stopped the first time as briefing belinda just jumped in and just started giving the the pre-race the pre-run talk um without notifying all of the people in the background that were that were just stood around so so there were a lot of people just chatting away and not not listening to what she was saying but fair play it's a new event they're they're still finding their feet and uh, i'm sure they'll tackle that one soon and she'll shout up and get them all listening because it was quite hard to hear with everybody laughing and talking around you Mm. Um, big 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 open field isn't it so you can your voice can get lost pretty easy in the location yeah yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's lovely. So you, you start, it's a little bit of a downhill at the start. Really, as you as you mentioned when you went, it's really nicely mown grass. It's a really well kept sports field. You run round the rugby pitch. You go over a little bridge onto another little field. You do a lap. You go around the outskirts of that. You come back. You go over another little bridge that turns into a bit of a tight trail path. Um, come out of the trail path and you're on to tarmac you go through a little like gated bit which is kind of open but you have to weave through it and then you've got tarmac for 100 meters and then you're back out on the grass and Mm. it's three laps of that um lovely in the summer i'd question how nice that grass is going to be looking after a couple of hundred people are bombing over it in the winter months when it's wet and boggy Mm. so I'm glad I'm glad we went down when we did and, and got the weather we did. Um, but like Em said, volunteers all super enthusiastic, clapping away, cheering you away. Uh, Mr. Tailwalker, as um, he knew I needed 13th, he decided to, I told him before, and he decided to shout at me after lap one that, uh, you're in 11th, you're in 11th. Um, so I had to just, just as I was running away, I was like, I want to be in 11th so I can let people pass. <laughs> <laughs> don't i'm a professional i know don't what question doing. me sir exactly um but no it was, it was a good one it got a bit it got a bit tight on lap three when we came to the the second bridge on lap three which is quite a thin bridge there were a lot of people crossing it so you had to really slow down and just just wait for the people in front to cross but lovely park run like we say pavilion next to it at the end uh, where you can go in and grab a coffee or or a beer if you want they've got a bar there um not not really any food on offer it wasn't in the bar I, I didn't see it they had they had like these pre-made sandwiches but that was about it i didn't i didn't fancy a cheddar plowman's at half past nine <laughs> in the morning. Um, One thing they did say was, uh, if you volunteer there, you can go and get yourself a free coffee afterwards, oh, coffee or tea. That's good, isn't it? Shit, I forgot to tell them we <laughs> when we went in, and I paid for that. <laughs> ah, damn it! You live, you learn, and you'll never go back to claiming now, will you? With your with your part run rule. Yeah, we're never going back anyway. So who cares? They didn't have a bloody purple sign, obviously. Fifth yeah. event, so. 
Um, so not happy about that. Maybe, well, I don't know, if they get a purple sign in the future, we may go back just to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unlikely, though. Um, but you, you, you met uh, a very, someone quite popular and famous in the parkrun world, an author nonetheless, didn't you? Absolutely, yeah. We, we went into the cafe and... Um, a book that a lot of people might have seen recently, How Parkrun Changed Our Lives, um, written by Eileen Jones, and she was there herself. Um, mm-hmm. And so, obviously, we purchased a book and she signed it and she posed for a photo and we had a good little chat with her. She's a very keen tourist herself. Um, she lives up in the Lake District, but she likes to get over out and about and... Uh, yeah, she uh, she did a little um, kind of a park run connecting thing where she ran at different park runs on the way down to Bushy. And when she got to Bushy, she met uh, the the founder of Park Run, uh, Paul Sinton Hewitt, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she uh, she gave him a book. Um, so cool. yeah, she was very very happy, very smiley, very chatty. So it was lovely to meet her and talk to her. Um, More importantly, though, Ben, who took the picture? Oh, McPaul. Oh, oh, and and, 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 and what, what's the verdict? Have we got to kick McPaul out the podcast group? No, no, he can stay for another week. He right. did a very good job, very good yep. picture. And when it came around to taking a picture with the sign, um, Belinda herself took it. That yeah, was nice. quite funny, actually, because she was like, oh, I'll take a picture, I'll take a picture. So, so I stood there. <laughs> and, and Ben was like, no, Belinda, I've got such a high opinion of you. I don't want to <laughs> like, potentially sully that with your poor photography skills. Well, I, I did say to her, because I said, oh, you might have met our friends, actually, from the What the Fartlek podcast. And she said, oh, yeah, I did have a listen to that, the part of a bit on that. And I said, oh, well, Ben does tend to take uh, talk about people who take the photos. <laughs> <laughs> She was laughing about it, and I'm like, oh, no, please take a good photo now. <laughs> well, fully under pressure. If you're listening, Belinda, you did a great job, by the way. Um, there you go. Well so done, I, st- I stood there and I angled it and I showed her what to do and she she literally just didn't want the phone to move at all. <laughs> <laughs> Beads of sweat dripping down her face. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, and she took quite a few oh, pictures. Belinda. They were all great, so credit to her. She did a good job. Um, and yeah, no, no criticism there, Belinda. Cracking job. You're doing a cracking job with your park run. Keep at it. And we joke how we might never, how we'll never come back. We probably will. Yeah, it's a good one, Ashburn. We we really really enjoyed it as well. And, and echo what you said. The volunteers were absolutely awesome. Uh, and it's always nice when you see that level of enthusiasm at a brand new park run and fair place and forget it off the ground. Um, and of course, like we mentioned a few weeks ago, great if you are on the way to Alton Towers. Uh, it's only about 20 minutes away from 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 the Alton Towers. Uh, wonderful. Uh, we don't need to talk too much about any of the uh, the other challenges, 5K stuff, because we're going to cover that in the Park Run League, aren't we? Oh, apart from I got position bingo by accident. Oh, so, so, sorry, Emma. Position. Okay, amazing. Good job. Yeah. So so we ticked off a Fibonacci, like Emma said at the start, which that now only leaves me two more to get now. Um, so I'm very much on the hunt for event number 55 and event number 610. No. Um, we've got a bit of a dilemma with 610 because there is one semi-local happening in Manchester in around about the end of September, start of October, right. if there's no cancellations. Now, it's it's looking like it's going to fall the week before London Marathon. Okay. Uh, 
she's absolutely fine but we're in london for the marathon not um, we're not running it we're spectating it but if they have one cancellation between now and then ah yeah yeah squeaky bum time absolutely so and there isn't any more in the north of the country that'll be anytime soon so interesting yeah so if they have one if they have one cancellation it just means ben's gonna end up going down there to to engineer a second cancellation so we can do it the week after london bomb scare coming in <laughs> he's not even joking um, uh, wonderful uh brilliant update guys as always uh you're gonna join us again though for the part run league in a bit aren't you yeah i feel sad not being able to talk about about the part run cup it was amazing though wasn't it it was it was great we we really enjoyed it and we miss it already it's only been a week and we love listening back to uh Neil and Claire last week and just hearing how much they enjoyed it and uh, yeah can't wait to get it started again next year it'll be here before we know it yeah it'll be back again next year it's going to be even tougher for everyone next year unless we get some new new participants well especially people who've already like set loads of PBs yeah it might be a little bit more difficult but we'll uh, we'll see it's just a chance for people people to consolidate we want to encourage people to go out and get PBs Keep, keep getting PVs, guys. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, anyway, 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 right. So we're going to come back in a bit to talk part run league, and the part run cup is coming back very, very soon. Uh, but in the meantime, guys, we have got a chat to get to. Uh, should we? Uh, Rashi. We all we we all love Rashi, don't we? Uh, Rasselbot, you guys met her, didn't you? We did. We yes. did yeah, very colourful tutu she had on that day, if I remember rightly. Yeah, absolutely. In the middle of her twelve in twelve, that was one of them, Rasselbot, wasn't it? So. Um, uh, that was one of the marathons. She did it at Rasselbock, I think, in January. So she's uh, raising money for Samaritans. Uh, she is somebody we got to know um, during lockdown on one of our many quizzes that predated yes, the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's got a great story, and I'm looking forward to for you guys to hear it. So should we just get over and have a chat with Rashi? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you all right? No. Guys, it is that time again, and I cannot tell you how excited I have been to get this one in the bag. Now, during COVID, I connected with today's guests through mutual social media pals and have thoroughly enjoyed her honest and inspiring running journey through the wonders of Instagram ever since. So imagine my surprise post-lockdown when that same person randomly rocked up at Witness Park Run with a smile and a wave, a small world story that I'm sure we'll touch upon in due course. Now, we're going to find out all about her running journey, her motivations, highs, lows, uh, as she battles through a current charity challenge running 12 marathons in 12 months, all in support of a cause very close to my heart, the Samaritans. You're going to enjoy this one, I am sure. So let's get on with it and join me in saying a very happy hello to the infamous Rashi Runs. Rash, how are we doing today? Hi, Rob. I'm good. How are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Have you managed to get out for a run today? Uh, do you know what? I actually haven't. Not today. I'm tapering this week. So um, tomorrow is going to be a run day for me. Yeah. long. So tapering towards, is, is, the, is it long run tomorrow? Are we that close to, to something long or is it just keeping the legs ticking over till a later I've, date? I've got Worcester Marathon on Sunday. Ah, OK. So, yeah, only a few days away. Wonderful. It will have been and gone by the time this goes out. So I'm sure okay. we'll be scurrying across to see how you got on uh, but well deserved tapering is absolutely the best part of running I, um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe I just shouldn't run but anyway we'll get into this so loads to talk about lovely to chat uh, we've caught up in various guises over the years but uh, it's nice to have a little bit of one-to-one time and also to share your story with our Fartlek family uh, let's start where we always start can you just tell us a little bit about how you first got into running 
Yes, so I accidentally got into running. I started high school and um, we did uh, cross country for the entire year. And somehow, I don't know how, but I got into the top 10 um, and that's boys and girls. So apparently I could run fast, which was um, a lot faster than what I can run now. Um, and yeah, so from that point forward, whenever there was like a school cross country race or um, even the county cross country league, I would just be entered into it by the school. And I don't really remember much more apart from just turning up and running. And then every now and then at home, I would like do the odd run. So that's how I started. But then I did that up until about the fifth year at school. And then I just got fed up of it. I was just like, why am I doing this? I didn't choose to do this. I was just kind of almost just forced into it. And um, and I stopped. I just wasn't interested in it. So that's how I started. And then um, I picked it back up again in my late 30s, 38, I think it was, to be exact. Um, I had um, a big operation coming up. Um, it was pretty big. I was going to have to have about two months off work whilst I recovered from it. And I just I used to search the forums for how to deal with sort of like the condition that I had and um, and how to get through the operation and the recovery. And one of the sort of pieces of information I took away was to prepare your body for it. Um, and that's just to get it in the best possible place I could be for my body to be fit and healthy to to help heal and recover from the operation. So I lived in London at the time. So gyms were a bit too expensive for me. So um, I took to the streets and I started running again. And that's kind of where it started. And it's really interesting because you talked about how you started with the cross country being in school and almost being shoehorned into it because it's something you were naturally good at without particularly finding a love and an enjoyment for it now when it then came to your situation as you got a little bit older I imagine that what you're going to tell me is that running was was a natural thing to fall back on you know I've got to get physically fit I've got to improve mm -hmm. my physical health so this was something I did as a kid so I'm going to do it again mm -hmm. but considering it wasn't something that you were ever truly in love with when you were younger did you find it difficult to get back into or was something different by the time you were like you said in your late 30s um no I don't think it was I think I just naturally fell back into it and when I say I started running it really wasn't a lot and it wasn't serious it was I just started off by going around the block and I didn't have a watch or anything at that time so I don't know how far I did I think I just literally used to run about 20 to 30 minutes at a time but I did actually really enjoy it I just and I recently moved house as well and I found oh it's a really good way of exploring the streets mm -hmm. um so, yeah, no, I, I did naturally fall into it and I did enjoy it, which is probably why I carried on. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we'd have had the, the operation, the recovery, all that good stuff. And then running sticks around, doesn't it? So how are those formative? What's that formative period like for you then as as somebody who is this realised, actually, I quite enjoy this. I'm quite good at it. I want to keep going. Um, 
how how does your running journey then progress um in, in this second second time it enters your life so it was very on and off like very very inconsistent um i think because i didn't really know what i was doing with it it was very much when i can i would just go out on the you know just anywhere local and just go for a run but like i said it was very on and off so it wasn't until really um or a couple of years later i think was when i thought i want to do something with this and i think like everybody else you know you've spent years watching the london marathon and you're just in awe at all of those marathon runners and i just always used to think how on earth do they do that it's just incredible how do they do that and um, never in a million years did I think I'd be able to actually do that myself and then one year um, so I think we're going up to about 2017 I think Mm -hmm. now um, I thought well actually hang on a minute there's okay you've got all the really fast elite runners but then at the tail end you know you've got the you know the slower runners um and look at them like they're really giving it everything and they're enjoying it and if they can do it then why can't I so that was where I thought right and it took me years to get there and I thought right I'm gonna try this I'm just gonna have a go and and I think signing up for or trying to enter the ballot (laughs) was the start of having a goal and that then allowed me to sort of then start actually having a plan in place and you know picking up um an actual plan and um working towards that and becoming more consistent in my running and so that was building up to i assume what would have become your first long distance race and and what, what was it london that you got into or was it somewhere else that you ended up and end up sort of breaking that duck Um, Yeah, no, I didn't get into London. I've tried so many years um, since and yeah, never got into London. So I signed up for Malta Marathon. What also happened as well was um, when I signed up for it, um, or when I entered the ballot, sorry, I went into work and I just told everyone, right, I'm going to do a marathon. And that was my way of holding some accountability and making sure that I actually did it from that yeah. point forward. I remember they, it was, um, I had a, my 40th birthday as well, and they all clubbed together and got me um, some vouchers. And with the voucher, I bought myself my first Garmin. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a wonderful day for everyone, that first Garmin. <laughs> yeah. A game changer. Yeah um so okay so Mal- was did you say malta marathon sorry malta was the first one. yeah so, so was that 2017 2018 uh so i think it was yeah it was 2018 mm. february 2018 so i had um the horrible task of self-training so i wasn't part of a club or anything at this point um so i self-trained using one of the free plans that um that virgin actually give out as part mm-hmm. of their um package um and I self-trained in the winter oh my god it was horrendous I just remember how hard that was um yeah all the way up to Malta which was in the February of 2018 and how was that experience then 
Uh, it the actual, was... the actual run. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the tra- winter training's an absolute grim fest for anyone. But <laughs> how was actually getting to that start line and finally being able to, uh, to I guess, put into practice everything you'd worked for? I quite so I quite enjoyed getting to the start line. I found I did find it hard. It was the first time I'd done any kind of structured training. I became mildly obsessive about it as well. Um, and then I just remember the week before the marathon, I got really horribly ill, and um, I just yeah I, I couldn't eat anything. It was like a really bad sort of bad cold slash flu, and so I couldn't eat anything and. Getting to the airport was actually the biggest challenge for me. And I thought I wasn't going to make it. But somehow on the day of travel, I managed to get up and I got to the airport. I was feeling a lot better by that point. So it was just a miracle how that happened. Um, But it did mean I couldn't carb load. So when I got to the start line, um, I felt okay. I felt nervous, but I didn't feel very confident about it. Um, I remember running up until about, oh, I think maybe mile 20. And it's that classic, you Mm -hmm. know, first half is 20 miles and the second half is that last six miles. I remember feeling really horribly sick from all the gels, you know, because I had kind of trained with the gels, but I just was so naive and, you know, I hadn't really trained properly with the nutrition and oh I just felt so sick and um but jubilant as I crossed that finish line yeah and and, and understandably so and and you're telling a a story that's familiar to me and I'm sure familiar to Mm. to a lot of other people about I think your first marathon in a lot of ways it's it's about the lessons that you learn about fueling about preparation about how to pace the race so that you don't fall off a cliff at the mile 20 wall um you can and and as somebody who's subsequently gone on and and run as many as you have particularly with the challenge we're going to talk about in in just a moment i imagine that as much as malta might have felt like um a a strain and a difficult one at the time i can only imagine that it taught you an awful lot moving forward absolutely oh my gosh yes absolutely since since then i actually joined my local running club as well and um, that was a real game changer for me and running because I'd, I'd only ever run on my own. And joining the running club, I got a lot more structure. I actually understood things like pacing better. You know, I just hadn't I didn't have a Scooby Doo what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but the running club gave me that pacing, consistency, structure um and yeah running with people as well that was a real game changer for yeah. me yeah it is it's a different world isn't it um, um so the story's progressing um through 2018 uh we're gonna hit lockdown in about 18 months two years later are there any other big kind of moments or milestones that that, that preceded the the world shutting down in 2020 um so I did do um, a couple of ultra marathons mm. before that, um, which were they were 30 milers. So it's like not that much more than than a marathon. But when you're out on the trails and the elevation of the Chiltern Hills, they felt like uh, felt like the Himalayas. Yeah. Um, but it was it, from that I learned that actually I really love the trails mm-hmm. and trail running is just so much more relaxed 
you know there's no focus on time or speed or not for me anyway mm-hmm. um and yeah so i just i found them actually easier just because they were so much more relaxed and essentially a, an ultra marathon is just a long run with cake yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that should be the strap line for every ultra race <laughs> organizer um and, and i hear a lot of people saying the exact same thing it certainly is a different a different dynamic um how did you cope then with with with, with how lockdown you, you talked about how you'd, you'd found this new aspect of running getting out with people joining the running club being sociable you'd started doing the races of all different guises how did lockdown hit you um I actually quite liked lockdown. Mm -hmm. I'd reached a point um, where I just felt physically exhausted with work. Uh, Work had really taken it out of me. Um, I'd had um, also a lot of problems with my hormones, which was actually as a result from my operation a few years previously. Okay. Um, And because of that, I just suffer with fatigue an awful lot. And it's not the kind of fatigue where oh, you'll have a nap and you feel better afterwards. It's whatever I do, I'm just exhausted. The only time I'm not exhausted is when I'm running, mm-hmm. um, but before and after. So because of that, when lockdown hit, I think I was I actually felt um, a lot better for it because I wasn't having to get up at half five every morning and do a commute and do a full day's come back and then run. Um, The other thing as well was before lockdown, I'd been training to start my 12 in 12 and I'd gone all out doing Hanson's marathon method, which is what I'd done for a couple of previous marathons, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you know about Hanson's, but it's pretty intense. And I'd done it probably, I think, twice in that year leading up to that um, leading up to lockdown and I think I'd actually well I did actually injure myself pretty badly to the point where I think or my physio thought I had stress fractures in both my shins um I say think we hit lockdown so I couldn't actually get in for an x-ray but uh when that happened I was off running anyway at that point so I you know I was down to walking so I think Lockdown for me was good from a work and a fatigue perspective, Um, probably the best timing in terms of having an injury and not going into my 12 in 12, but tough in that, you know, I lived alone at the time as well. Mm -hmm. So tough that, you know, all I had was, you know, one, one time in the day when I could go out and just and it was just walking as well, which I found quite frustrating. You know, when you're a runner, you're used to going out and just running for miles, whereas when yep. you walk, it's you know a lot less ground to cover. Um, so that was the only downside. But on the whole, it wasn't a bad experience for me, I have to admit. Yeah, a chance to recuperate and, 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 and sort of regroup <laughs> as well, isn't it? And and the, the other thing that lockdown brought is it brought a lot of people together from the running community through the magic of of Instagram, Twitter, the, the online um, uh, groups that, that came together. And you're a big part of that. How have you found that social media has formed a part of your running journey over the years? Yeah. Um, and you, Rob, and what the fartlet, 
you know, that's a huge part of bringing the community together. Um, I've really, really enjoyed it. And it's been a real pleasant surprise for me because mm. I was never a fan of social media. Um, I came off Facebook like years previously and I'm not quite sure why I signed up for Instagram if I'm honest I think someone at work said oh yeah it's where all the cool kids are at mm-hmm. um, and I realized oh actually I could just have a running account and um, I can just connect with like-minded people which I think we all know all our non-running friends you know they don't really care what we're doing do no, they no what, they're no, not they don't care about your splits on a, on a <laughs> Tuesday night speed <laughs> session no no so um so I signed up to Instagram so I'm quite new to Inst- well in the last couple of years and yeah I, I've just been like blown over by the support of people just how lovely friendly supportive you know when you have a crap day crap run or you know if you're just feeling low when you it's perfectly fine to express yourself because people just come out and they're just you know they're so lovely and so supportive and it really brings you up and I absolutely love it for that reason really really love it yeah, definitely. I mean, we talk about it pretty much every week on, on the show. It it does get a bad rep and there is a darker side to it. But when used for the right reasons, yeah. Instagram running community is, is pretty special. And, and we are glad that you are a part of it. Um, uh, Let's let's talk about the main event then. Let's let's give some real time to talk about the 12 in 12. Now, just to start with, you are raising money. Uh, you've raised an incredible amount of money. I think it's around two and a half grand, is it already Um, for Samaritans? Yeah, I think it's a bit more, actually. Is uh, it? Have I, have I sold you short? I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. Do you know what? I, th- I think it's because I used to have a Virgin page and I had right. to, they closed it down because they stopped that platform. So half of the money went through on there. Um, so I think I might be closer to four. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. It's two and a half on you just given is what is what I was using for yeah. my point of reference. So I apologize. Four thousand. Even more incredible. Now, first and foremost, t- tell me about Samaritans. What was the reason? I mean, Samaritans, very dear to me. And uh, I love that that's the charity that you're fundraising for. But what does it mean to you? Why? Why Samaritans? Um, yeah, it's really close to my heart. When I was 18, I lost my dad to suicide um it was a long time ago now and back then it was well it wasn't something that was spoken about we're going back to the 90s now and um, it wasn't spoken about at all he he suffered kind of in silence um but you know he, he never talked to anyone about what he was going through and um I think when I think about so what he must have gone through and what he must have felt in that final day when he was planning what he did and you know and then actually doing what he did it took me years to get to this place because I you know I never really spoke about it I was kind of almost embarrassed because back then no one talked about it and no one was like you know talking about mental health or anything so years later when I finally could stop and think about it and then reconcile what happened the only thing I well not the only but you know the overriding thing that I could think of was what must he have felt 
just you know just and in that that last few moments you know his last days how bad would he have felt to do that and the fact that he kept that to himself and that's wrong that is just Mm. so wrong Samaritans obviously are there they're anonymous that it's a free phone line and they're there exactly for that reason for someone to call in and just talk you know they're not looking for answers they you know just to talk and I just wish they you know they were in existence at that time but I think he was maybe too proud or you know it was too embarrassing or I you know I don't know exactly what he would have felt but you know he obviously didn't feel like he could reach out to them and that is why I raise money for them because I want them to be there for people like my dad I want to raise awareness and make sure that people know that they're there and why they're there and what they do and yeah I just I just want everyone to have some kind of lifeline and not feel what he must have felt. I just, yeah, can't get my head around it. No, thank, thank you so much for sharing that. And it is it is a very eye-opening. And I think we talk a lot about mental health support and we talk a lot about opening up to each other. But there is an element and, and a side of, 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 of mental health and mental illness and, and suicide, ultimately, that that just chatting to a friend might not quite get you there. Maybe people don't have that person to talk to. Maybe people don't feel comfortable talking to that person. And Samaritans amongst other charities do an incredible amount of good. And mm-hmm. my mum, my mom, we said in the pre my mum was a Samaritan for years. Um, she she takes great, great pride and rightly so in being a part of that organisation. And, and it's a wonderful cause and well done to you for raising the amount of money you have for them. Um, tell me about the 12 in 12 then. Long overdue, post <laughs> happened before COVID. But you are now in the midst. You are three quarters of the way through, if I'm good enough at simple division. Um, you're nearly there. Tell me about the 12 in 12. Oh, the 12 in 12. So that started up by accident as well. Um, I hadn't initially intended to do 12 in 12. I It started off with one of my friends, Sandra, who... Um, basically like planted a little seed I'd signed up to do a marathon she'd asked me to do another one with her and um (laughs) and um I said no I can't it's too close together and oh I can't do two you know two in two months and she was like oh and then I signed up for it because she kind of just encouraged me to do it and then she said oh well you may as well do 12 in 12. <laughs> it's a big jump from one to the other but I know. <laughs> I, she upsold you I believe is the terminology. I know, yeah. I know. she's got this really she's got a good knack about of planting these little seeds and she just know that I take those seeds and then I just mm-hmm. grow them. Um, so yeah so because of her 12 in 12 it was and, um, and I just thought I'm not going to put myself through this for nothing which is why I then decided to do it for Samaritans um so yeah so 12 and 12 12 marathons in 12 months um I am I've got number 10 coming up so by the time you do this it will be 10 will be done I've done them really close together basically um it was supposed to start 2020 lockdown happened plus my stress fractures so that actually saved me I think so I started in Manchester last year mm-hmm. um I ended up doing I think I ended up doing 
nine and six the first six months wow. um so some most of them have been like two three weeks apart which um I've really really surprised myself that I've actually been able to do that and um yeah I didn't think it was possible but I know obviously a lot of people do do things like that and a lot of people run them weekly um so I'm just amazed at what the body can actually can actually do so yeah so the next one number 10 is Worcester um and then the last two are quite spaced out there's one in July and one in September and they're the worst ones because they are mountain marathons so I don't quite know why or how I'm going to do them because elevate I'm not good with elevation at all so and they've got cutoff points as well so I've kind of decided that if I don't meet the cutoff points I'm just going to continue on and get it finished because it's not about the medal it's just about completing the distance for the challenge yeah agree great point and I was gonna it was one point that I actually really wanted to to raise and so thank you for so seamlessly segueing me into it um (laughs) You, it would, you would have been forgiven, and it would have still been an incredible achievement if you'd have found twelve flat road marathons over the course of the year, or even if you had found a marathon flat route around your home and started the Garmin and ran the twenty six point two twelve times. Um, mm. But you've not done that. You have set yourself the challenge of there's been some varied terrains, some varied locations. Um, there's been uh, it, it's not been quite as simple as just 12 times 26.2. And um, has there been a favourite race so far that stands out? Uh, yeah. So Lulworth, um, mm-hmm. Lulworth Cove was definitely my favourite. It was a, the Coastal Marathon um, and it was just a real... I was so scared going into Lulworth because I'd trained for Manchester beforehand and all I had done was just the Manchester training. I hadn't put any elevation into it. I was just so focused on getting there and not getting injured because I think as most people will know as well, once you're injured, you're so scared of that injury coming back. So that's something I've really been conscious of. So I just trained quite, I did 30 miles a week um, and I didn't really do, I did maybe one interval session and that was it um so when I when I finished Manchester 10th of October I think that was I was like oh okay Lulworth three weeks to go and it was a coastal marathon and I thought there's not really any time to train in between and what I would do definitely wouldn't get me ready for the elevation um so I just had to wing it and that had cut off times as well uh the day started rainy and horrible and I thought oh my god um then as we set off the rain stopped the sun came out and it was just absolutely spectacular it was just such a gorgeous part of the country just so beautiful um I took a wrong turn as well um so the marathon actually turned into 30 miles oh not what you need straight after a marathon Manchester as well (laughs) it was going up going up the hills I mean that was the worst but um you know you don't run them you do walk them and what I did was every up I did where I really struggled Um, And I've got this really bad habit as well. When I climb up, I tend to put my hands on my quads. 
why am I doing that? I'm just adding pressure <laughs> onto my quads. So it was a real good exercise for me to just, you know, not put them on my quads and then just stop. And I would turn around and I would see the views and I would just remember why I was there. And um, yeah, it was a real good day. It was long. I think I did it in nine hours, um, but it was just amazing. And I think for me, it was my favourite because of the scenery. It was my favourite because I just was not prepared. Also, because it ended up being an ultra and it just proved to me what you can actually achieve. Absolutely. Good story. Good story. Good story to end on as we've been talking for 30 minutes. Feels like five. Um, Before we get out of here, though, obviously, we've got the three. It will be two marathons left by the time Mm -hmm. this goes out. Of course, they're spaced out over uh, into the autumn of 2022. Um, Any kind of plans beyond that, either from a fundraising or a race perspective, anything that you've got in your in in your crosshairs? Or is it just a case of have a bit of a well-deserved rest? Um, definitely a well-deserved rest. Um, I have, after my marathon, I'm actually getting married. So Mm. I've got that to focus on. And yeah, it's just, I think after that, it's just going to be a case of enjoying life and not living by a schedule and just going on lots of running adventures absolutely wonderful and uh anyone you wanted to shout out say hello to mention before i let you get back to your day oh it's got to be uh swinglish girl running that's mm-hmm. sandra who's my buddy who got me into this mess and uh she's gonna get to do my final one with me as well wonderful wonderful great shout um if people want to give you a follow it's rashi underscore runs i've not got that wrong have i no that's right that's you on the old ig and that's where they can find your just giving page where a well-deserved donation to the samaritans would be greatly greatly appreciated um right that's it we're done Uh, amazing thank you so much for your time today um we're gonna see each other sooner rather than later i'm sure um if you if you're because you don't really do part run that often do you but if you're passing victoria park in witness when i'm in witness then our fate can cross our paths definitely and and we can have a little catch up but thank you so much for your time today i'm sure everyone's going to really enjoy this one um best of luck with uh, with the last three marathons particularly the one on sunday and uh, looking forward to speaking to you soon thank you so much thank you and that my fine four foot friend was it was rashi Awesome chats again. I, I met Rashi uh, briefly at uh, Rasselbach. In fact, when I was handing the stickers out, yep. you know, the, the, remember the stickers that yep. you took the piss out before? No, they went down really well. I'm supportive of the stickers. I was going around with the stickers and I was uh, writing people's name down and some obviously some names I didn't know and this, that and the other. And Rashi come around the corner and I went, oh, Rashi, how are you going? Do you want some stickers? She was like, oh, you know my name? I was like, yeah, it's Rashi. It's Rashi. Is that the end of your story? Yeah. She was, this- she was de- dead excited that I knew her name. The stories that you I'm knew. Glad I, I, find, I knew somebody's name, to be honest. Yeah, to be fair, I'm surprised you know your own name sometimes. But great chat, though. How about this 12 in 12? Yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. She's doing amazing things with that. Mm. Um, yeah. Pff, why? Why? For incredibly good cause, yeah. Matthew is why. Yeah. Samaritans, absolutely brilliant cause. Yeah, it was good, good to listen to your chat and uh, hear, hear about your mum as well. Uh, doing everything she does with Samaritans. Yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sad, so, sad news as well about about her dad passing and uh, and uh, raising good money for a, an awesome cause. 
Yeah, agreed. I think when when the course when the course hits so close to home, it just adds to the um, absolutely amazing feats these these people do and, and and what sits behind it, and it's incredibly impressive and absolutely um, in awe of her and what she's doing. She's so close now, so please do give us some support, throw us some money. Um, you won't find a better cause um, uh, to contribute to. Uh, what a lovely, lovely, lovely lady and uh, all round good egg. And now an adopted Wednesian. Weirdness, weirdness. Uh, right, okay, that is that for now. Uh, but that is not all we've got on the show because we've got our other big seller. Big seller? I don't know why I said that. Hey, big spender. Big hitter? I don't know. Part run league, innit? <laughs> part run league, yeah. And you're here? I'm here. And you ran part run? I'm, yeah. Wow. What's, what's all that about? I'm not used to doing it. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm impressed. I know. Uh, but you're not the only one. Well, you're certainly not the expert on Parkrun League, are you? We've got we've got some of those waiting in the wings. Ben and Ember, are you back? We are here. Hello, hello. We're ready. Wonderful. Uh, how are we feeling after this week's uh, Parkrun League? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our team's had a decent week, I think. Don't give it away yet. Um, yeah, enjoyed it this week. Nice, fun challenge. Lots of lots of funny stories coming back about. Uh, People walking to the line or giving uh, timekeepers a heads up and mm. getting close and not getting close and some some people just didn't understand it and were miles away but uh, yeah it made it quite interesting this week and frustrating in the same sense as well. You're setting you're setting Rob off, Rob off here uh, mentioning the timekeepers. Yeah yeah I'm not even going to be political about it. Marco Del Wazio. <laughs> what what the fuck man. <laughs> Can I, t- can I tell you what happened to me at Park Run? Can I tell you my story to start with, guys? Because it's made me. This is why I'm so triggered by Mark just so blatantly and brazenly declaring that he asked the timekeeper to stop it on a four for him. So here's what happened to me, right? I was going to run and then barcode scan. And then Amy, who was at Witness Park Run this week, uh, had her kids with her. She asked if I would tailwalk instead. So I seek Lou. He's like, yes, I'll definitely tailwalk because it, it's got to be easier to walk over the finish line on a four than it is run over it. So you would think. But decided I wanted to hedge my bets. I thought I was being a clever little bean. As we were starting the race, race off, I walked across the timekeepers thinking to myself, I'm going to say, look, I'm tailwalking. Do me a favor. I'm doing this challenge. Finish it on a four. Doesn't really matter when I finish. Just, just put it on and I'll, and we'll all be happy. But do you know what happened, Ben and Emma? Mm. I, I, had a, I had a crisis of faith. Uh, too I'm, honest. I, I'm not a cheat. I'm not a cheat. I, I don't need to stack the deck in my favour, Marco Del Wazio. <laughs> and so I didn't. And But what I then did was I just went about my merry way um, after, you know, skulking off feeling really bad about myself that I'd, I'd nearly besmirched the good name of the what the fart like league uh part run league uh and then i started tail walking i got about three minutes into the run and realized i didn't start me fucking garmin <laughs> oh no oh rob um you wally yeah so I, I walked around with a very nice lady whose name i did not catch i'm really sorry she was 33 weeks pregnant though so not that she listens to this podcast but uh best of luck to her and her husband uh, who he was running and she was Staying active and walked it. So we walked the whole thing together. I had a good catch up and chat about about running. Her husband was from Sheffield, funny enough. Um, small world that we live in. And um, she uh, and, and she. So I was like, what's what's your watch say? Can we cross on a four? So we crossed on a four on our watch. But it must be baby brain. She was nowhere near fucking the right time either. There was like an eight on the end of it. So, yeah, yeah I, f- I failed miserably. I failed miserably, guys. And that's why I'm mad at Mark. End of story. Well, well you're going to be mad at me as well then, even though. 
I didn't achieve it. I did inform the timekeepers as I was walking to the line. I'm coming up to 54. Please stop it on 54. Got my official result through 55. That's even worse, isn't it? It's like you've you've sold your soul for nothing. One fucking job and they got it right. (laughs) We're going to have to put an E, an exploitive delete uh, uh, message on this week's podcast. That way I can feel it. Um, Right, guys, uh, we've got to get into it. I'm sure people want to know what the league table looks like. I'm sure people are super excited, but... We uh, we're missing someone, aren't we? We are. We are. The man of the hour. The main man. The man with the power too sweet to be sour. Statman John. Earth calling Statman John. Are you there? Oh, hello, Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we wake you, Statman John? You all right? Are we distracted? What's up? I'm just a bit fed up, if I'm honest, lads. Oh. Oh. What's wrong, SMJ? Well, I uh, I had a date today, obviously, and uh, everything was pointing in the right direction. <laughs> Wink emoji face. <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't go to plan, so that's it. Oh, do you want to tell us about it, or is it something you want to keep to yourself? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Right. So, um, have you heard of a lady Fern Britain? Yeah. Fern, yes. Yeah, I'm aware of Fern yep. Britain. Yeah. So it's her. We uh, are hiking up Snowdonia, um, wearing nothing but a smile. We are in the skins. We we get near the top and she says, do you mind putting a bit of talcum powder all over her body? She was a bit sweaty. So I said, yes, of course. (laughs) And I'm rubbing it in and it's great. And she turns around and I see her. She's got a little tail at the back, about four inches long. But who am I to judge? We all got our weird things, so I put a bit of talc on it. I put a bit too much, so I gave it a quick blow. And uh, yeah, at the end, there's a drawing of uh, at Julie, Julie, Julie. <laughs> and I said, no, I said, you've taken it too fast, and I stormed off. Stormed off. That was it. Wait, I'm, I'm really sorry, Stat by John. You've lost me a little bit. So. The, you blew the talc away and it left a, a, a picture of Julie, Julie, Julie. Oh, if only. I blew the talc and it unleashed a drawing she had drawn of right. Julie, Julie, Julie on the end of her tail. <laughs> <laughs> right. OK, wonderful. So this one's not worked out either. You're still on the market, are you? I am. And uh, just quick, lads. Sorry, I know it's delayed, but um, I've got something to say. Is that all right? Yes, of course it is. I think I know what it's going to be. Happy birthday to you, Emma. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, I thought you were singing the full song. Is that the abridged version? Yes, that is the full song. And I've done a dance, but she can't see me. So uh, just picture it, my lady. Acapella, oh. take, taking a page out of Matt's book. Uh, Emma, ha- uh, a happy birthday from the man himself. That must be pretty um, humbling. <laughs> Yeah, I got a very, very special uh, Instagram story mention as well from Statman. That was uh, <laughs> that was interesting. I don't know if any of you saw that. Yep, yep, we did. We did. <laughs> Melty face. Yep, wonderful. Um, yes, brilliant. Uh, ben, how did you feel about that? I, I can't compete with Statman, so <laughs> if, if, uh, listen, I'm happy to play second fiddle to him. As, as long as I still get a piece, then I'm all right. You could... You could you could be a thruple. 
That's right, Paul. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Who's in the middle? Mm. Well, there's different types, isn't there? There's thruples that it's like a V shape. And so the one in the middle gets it from both sides, but the two at the top don't go with each other. Or there's the one that's like a free for all. And there's just just fingers up bums everywhere. You just definitely need an explicit on this week, Rob. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We're really descending to anarchy, aren't we? Should we get back on track, guys? I think. Um, uh, Let's try and rekindle the blossoming friendship between Statman John and Statman Ben um, whilst they may be competing in gentlemanly conduct uh, and combat for the hand of the fur maiden Emma. Uh, let's get over to Statman Ben and Statman John, Statman Corner. Uh, guys, have you got some facts for week four of the What the Fact Like Park Run League, please? We do, we do. I've, I've got my stats ready. Statman, have you got yours ready? Yes, shut yourselves down. I am ready. Blow your way. Where are you away? So, so we'll go with me first, Statman, if that's all right. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you. Um, right, so the first stat of the week is the people who ran all-time parkrun PBs, of which we had four of them. Now we had, and this was the best one. This 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 lady deserves a massive shout out because she's from Sexy Sign Seekers. That would be Miss Diane Brander herself. She achieved a she achieved a parkrun PB by nearly a minute. Um, and then we have two people from Team Awkward. Um, our very own JP Senior, um, Senior, the better JP, John Pickup. Um, and we had one from Sean West. I believe they ran together as well. So they uh, they both PB'd at the same park run together. Or was that right? Maybe. Who knows? And then and then they one were from together. Your... They were together. They were. They were. And then one from your team, Rob. Do you know who it was? Uh, I don't know who it was. It was Mark Fielding. Very good. Correct. Yeah. So they are your four people that ran all time park run PBs this week. So well done to them. Amazing work. Can I just point something out as well? Um, you know, this is just a reflection of just how invested Matt is in the What the Fartlet Partner League. Because, of course, we are together at the moment and we were listening to you um, uh, to, to you give the people. Uh, Matt, uh, when you announced there were two people from Team Awkward who'd got partner on PBs, Matt pointed to himself and went, that's my team. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's that's awkward, isn't it? That is that's <laughs> team bloody awkward. That is awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man. Oh. I forgot what name we are. John, <laughs> save us. Tell us what else our PB kings and queens have achieved this week. Oh Matthew. Right. Um, <laughs> they uh, together they played a fantastic game of bowls with avocado pits and Diane actually won. So congratulations. Oh, well done, Diane. Double winning this week. Yeah. We keep we keep talking about bowl. Crown bowls keeps coming up on this podcast, doesn't it? It does. It does. I think I tell us something. Yeah. Let's go play some crown bowls. Ben, what else have you got for us? Okay, right. So the next stat is the people that were close to, or I've got to say this, equaled their park run PB this week. We had one person equal their PB, Mr. Sean Baxter. He was bang on 19 minutes 11, and as we know, equaling your PB does not qualify for five points. It only qualifies for two, so you put all that effort in, and you don't even get a full five points. So, unlucky Sean. All right, right, Ben. 
but well done at the same time. Um, and within 15 seconds of her PB was Sophie Bestwick. She was very, very close to hers. So kudos to them too. Excellent effort, guys. Uh, Satman John, what else did those two uh, manage to achieve this week? Well, they might have been a bit distracted, which is why they got so close, because they found out they could lick both elbows at once. <laughs> Interesting. Congratulations. Oh, guys, Matt's trying to lick his elbows. Yeah, give me give me a second. I just it's want to try this. No. You can lick my elbows if you want. Oh. <laughs> They're a bit salty. We've just been out for a run. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Maybe later. Uh, okay, so we've got some. We've got some elbow lickers. We've got some bowls players. Ben, what's next? Right, let's go to the the biggest point scorer out there. The challenging in the challenges. So finishing in the same position. I don't think we need to mention this guy. No, he can piss off. <laughs> yeah, it's getting boring now. I mean, I can't believe we we said if we'd have in hindsight. We'd have looked and seen that there were only 10 people that ever run at Barrow Park. <laughs> he, tailwalk, he tailwalks every week. Every week, yeah, every week. Um, or he just knows the token people and he just says, mm. give me 10 every week because there's no way he's running 10th every week. There's something going wrong there. Um, so, yeah, we'll skim past Darren. Unlucky Darren. Um, <laughs> so, well done, Darren. Week, yeah, well done. Well done. Um, Carl Barnes. Yet again, coming in mm. fourth place. Now the difference with Carl is he goes to a different park run every week, so mm. you don't you're going to have a whole bunch of faster runners or a whole bunch of or, or what? He's he's still managing to cover. So that well, one. What, what, so, sorry, Ben. What? Stat man, John. Are you all right? What happened then? Sorry, I fell over a little bit. Didn't think. Anything <laughs> <was>. <laughs> oh, stat man. All right. Did I, did I make a sound? I didn't even realise my body done that. You did make a sound. Stop, man. Do you want me to send Emma around to rub it better? Oh, I'm blushing. That's making me blush. <laughs> and not from the cheeks on your face, eh, Statman John? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, carry on. Sorry, this this is descending to anarchy today. I just got really freaked out because I thought Matt was touching the inside of my thigh, but it's the microphone lead. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> not that I, not that I have a problem with it, mate. It was just a bit forward. Sorry, Ben. Carry on. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, so Darren and Carl, two weeks in a row, same position. Um, this next one, a lot harder to achieve this. Don't know how he did it. Well, I do actually, because he apparently, as he was approaching the line, he heard the number that, of the person a few in front of him, and he knew that his previous week was close by. So, Paul Griffiths coming yes. in. 126. So, Ooh. well done to Paul. Two times in a row. 126, what? two times in a row. Oh, that is awesome. He's on fire, isn't he? He is, he is. So, but anyway, moving them three aside, they're irrelevant compared to the last person that got position uh, two weeks in a row. This person is incredible. They they worked so hard and they definitely didn't stop and let people pass just so that they could finish 13th for the second week in a row. And that person is me. I thought it'd be you. Yes. He can piss off and all. I know. It's almost as bad as that Darren bloke. Um, <laughs> 
I definitely, I, I was definitely talking to a volunteer before Parkrun started, and I said, told him about the challenges, etc. And he was going to be tail walker, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm aiming for 13th. So I got around the first lap, and he's still walking, and he, he shouted at me. He's like, "But you're in 11th! You're in 11th!" Oh, that's oh. nice. <laughs> Bless him. I said, I said, I know, I know, but I'd rather be in 11th and let people pass me than be chasing people. I've got a strategy, a strategy, sir. Exactly, and that's definitely what happened. I, I, I tenth place was coming, was slowing right down, but I wouldn't let him. I was telling him, "Come on, you need to hurry up." So I dragged him to the finish, and then I stopped and waited for two more to come past. Him. That's just, almost as bad as you know, asking the timekeeper to stop it on a four, isn't it? No, it's yeah, not. Well, I, I did that too, and that did. Yeah, yeah, he did that as well, and he got it wrong. So, uh, no, I'm so well, they got it wrong. I'm still, I'm still not ready to talk about it. That man, John. What else did our consistent Pistons manage to achieve this week? Well, congratulations, lads. Uh, they all milked goats using only their thumbs. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's got to be some pretty aggressive flicking, hasn't it? That has. He's uh, got a great pair, old Ben, haven't you? pair of thumbs. Like, almost like slap bass technique, isn't it? I'd imagine. Mm. Slapping the bass, man. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, of how it happened. Wonderful. Yep. Emma's a lucky girl. Um, next stat, please, Ben. <laughs> right. Okay. So going back to the challenge um, that we set, where you had to finish with a four at the end of your time, um, proved quite difficult, actually. Mm. You're um, telling me. Yeah. Well, so should we go for the people that missed out by one second, or the people that achieved it first? Achieved let, it. Let's get. Let, let's get the good ones. Okay, so out of everybody that went to Parkrun this week and tried the challenge, only 10 people wow. achieved it this week. So a lot harder than a lot harder than we thought it might be. We, we thought there'd be a lot of people walking to the line and getting it bang on four. Mm. But you'll find out from the next stat, once Statman John's had his input, as to how many people were close, but okay. not close enough. So 10 people achieved max points and one of them was my very own sorry statman john's very own emma <laughs> well done emma well smj what did the 10 on the button muttons i don't know i'm just trying to rhyme things now how did what did they do well uh they had a great week they all spotted jack the crow and they complimented his brows and he's very happy about it thank you god <laughs> Very kind. We we do like to keep Jack the Crow um, involved. Uh, ben, what else? What about the people who just missed out? So the people that just missed out, there were only six of them that missed out by one second. Oh, that's even worse, isn't it? You're one of them as well, aren't you? I am them, yes. Yeah, I am. Tell me about it. Yeah, I set the challenge and I couldn't even do it myself. I feel like that's even worse than missing it by like six seconds like me and you did, Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shagged it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a race with somebody and uh, forgot all about the challenge. <laughs> he said that to me on his run. He was like, uh, "Someone told me I was fifth, and I thought, fuck the challenge. I don't. I want to finish fifth." <laughs> Why? I don't Why? know. Somebody was chasing me out down behind me, and I, I didn't have the. That, do you know what? You're too competitive. That's to your team. That. No, you, you can't even remember your team name and you won't even try for the challenge. No, I, I, really, I was hoping I'm going to get 50, within 15 seconds of my all-time PB, but I shagged that and all by about 40 seconds. So, uh, exactly. It wasn't a good week for me. I, I, I ran part run. I got some points for running part run, so that's... Well done, mate. Yeah, one, one point. Well done, Matt. I've got, I've, I've got a feeling that's not going to be one of Ben's stats. No. No. 
No, it's not. Do you want me? Do you want me to throw out the stat and tell you where Matt is on the list for parkrun stat? Oh no, yes. he's actually quite high. He's no, not he's, bottom. No, he's not. But oh, he's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth bottom. Eight out of eighty-six. Mm. Eight bottom. So. I mean, it's not great. No, it's not. not it's not. But it's not good. Yeah. No. no. Uh, Statman John, our six nearly men. What else did they do this week? Well, they were probably a little bit knackered because uh, they all arm wrestled Hussein Bolt and won. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I did. You've yeah. Been, you, yeah, you've been a busy man milking goats, arm wrestling Olympians. Pretty impressive, yep. man. Ah, thanks, mate. Busy week. Next one. Right, the final stats of the week, and this is almost my, this is always my favourite one, is the amount of volunteers we had. Yep. But, but unfortunately, due to the challenge, it didn't give the people the option to uh, uh, volunteer as much. So it's gone down slightly. There has we had 42 weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we, it was still an incredible number, but we only had 32 people oh, volunteering this week. That's still amazing. And good to see people heed. I liked on the stories, Ben, seeing people heeding our advice and going out and doing the juniors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're up to 129 volunteers, volunteer credits in four weeks. Smashed it. 32 a week. 32 a week. Statman, what have our amazing volunteers done this week? They are amazing, and they all um, entered a tickle fight with a jellyfish and won. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> well done, guys. Yeah, I jellyfish. Notoriously good at tickling. Mm, quite stinging, mm-hmm. too. Quite stingy. Yeah. Is, that, is that the official scientific term? <laughs> quite stingy. Uh, Statman John, Statman Ben, Statman Corner, wonderful as ever. Thank you so much, and well done to everybody who got shout-outs for your incredible efforts at the Parkrun League this week. However, we need to go to the main event. We need to know the table. Emma, now's your time to shine. Where are we at? What are the scores on the doors? Okay, starting from the bottom. Uh, Not shifted, I'm afraid. We've got Stoic Slammers in ninth place with 61 points. 11. 11. No, no. Tell them why. We've got we've got two sets of two teams. Oh, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Who are joint? To be fair, I'm really sorry, Emma. I trust you completely. Matt just went. You mean eleventh? And I and, and I jumped on the bandwagon with him when I should know that it would be him that was wrong. They've got people in like joint seventh or joint fifth. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Emma. It's the exercise. Say say, say sorry to Emma. Sorry, Emma. Right. Carry on. It'll <laughs> still be eleventh. They'll still be eleventh. Yeah, technically they're eleventh, but we're we're calling them ninth this week. Okay. Just, just carry on. Just, yeah. just carry on. Shut just, up, Matt. Anyway. I'm anyway. Not you're not you're not playing anyway. Clearly. <laughs> you're in eighth place or tenth place. That sounds worse. So if you want to sound worse, oh, I'm eight, eight, yeah, 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 we're in eighth. It's in tenth. You're, you're in eighth. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> Amazing. You're you're, you're 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 on mute for the rest of the chat. Sorry, Emma. Right, so I'm getting tired. I've got 88 points. Mm-hmm. Above them, Southern Gravy, 107 points. Cirque de Better Than You, I've got 112 points, and they are joint with What's Your Occurring with 112 points. Next up, Beast from the Southeast, 127 points. Now, it's quite close 
at this point in the table. So in joint fourth, we have Weirdness with 138 points and Team Sexy Sign Seekers, who actually were the top point scorers this week uh, with 138 points. Come on, Sexy Sign Seekers. In third place, Robbie, we have Sore Legs. Top three. I'll take that. Well done, guys. Wait. Only one point ahead of us. 139 points. Okay, it's tight. Champions League places up for grabs. Second place, they've done brilliant this week. I think two PBs and one within 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. So we've got Team Awkward with 154 points. And then, of course, West Coast, top of the table with 199 points. I think this challenge has evened it out a little bit. People are catching Team West Coast, so... Yeah, team awkward. Yeah, if they carry on the way they're going, they're going to give West Coast a run for the money. I was I was team awkward for a little while during this episode. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like one of them you're like one of them fans that turns up a football game in a full kit, socks pulled up, yeah. with your with your name on the back of your shirt, and a half and a half scarf, and a half and a half scarf, you bell end. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. Uh, amazing, Emma. Thank you. So, uh, Team West Coast still a team to beat, but huge. Well done. Big moves and shakers in there, and it is very close um, in the tr- in, in the uh, the chasing pack. Um, Matt, pull your finger out. Um, uh, what about individuals? Uh, uh, I assume Darren's still top of the table. Yeah, might as well just tell you that Tom. Yeah, Darren is top of the table with 52 points in yep. second place. From Team Witness, we have got Carl Barnes with 40 points. So uh, Ooh, Not too far back. This is helping him out there. Yep. In third place... Go on, tell him! <laughs> ben, of course. Oh. Like ben with 32 <laughs> points. Oh. Yeah, okay. In Good. fourth place, it's joint. We've got Mike Slack from Team Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting tired, sorry. Yeah, the fact, mate, stop looking proud of yourself. The fact that you've got the fourth highest point score in the game carrying your team to second to bottom is a reflection of just how bobbins you are at this challenge. Alright, leave me alone, will you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Emma. And then joint with Mike is Wayne Bulger from Team West Coast with 29 points as well. Well the Wayne. And then in fifth place is another. T- one from uh, Sexy Sign Seekers. We've got Lane McGowan yep. with 28 points. So she got a PB as well this week. Come on, Sexy Sign Seekers. Well well done. Well done, Lane. Well done, everybody. Great job and great update as always. Emma, uh, last thing we need to cover then, guys, is you need to know, We obviously we know the points are on offer for the running, the volunteering and all the normal good stuff, but we're going to get some bonus ones, are we? Maybe an opportunity to catch those dastardly West Coasters at the top of the league. Okay, yep. So we have a challenge this week. Now, the challenge just gone was very much running orientated. It was to get a time by running. So this week we are going the opposite direction. And this week your challenge is for five bonus points. Now, I'll explain afterwards, but let me just tell you the challenge. Mm -hmm. For five bonus points, you will get them for volunteering at a junior park run junior park run only now you can still volunteer on the saturday and get your two points oh interesting 
you'll get an additional five points if you volunteer at a junior park run this week. Okay. So we encourage people to run last week. We're going to encourage people to volunteer this week, but at junior park run. I love it. I love it. It's a great one. Can I just check something, Ben? Um, mm. For I know you said that you can still get the volunteer points on the Saturday, the two points if you do it. Am I right in assuming that you wouldn't, if, if you don't volunteer on Saturday, you're not going to get your volunteer points in addition for junior, are you? You're not going to get seven points and roll them up just for doing junior. The five is instead of the two you'd normally get if you choose to do junior this week. No, if you volunteer on a Saturday and you volunteer yeah. at junior, you will get seven points. Yeah, but if you just volunteer at junior, it's just five. If you volunteer at junior, it's just five. And if I'm you with just you. volunteer on Saturday, it's just two. Perfect. Thank you for clarifying. just wanted to make sure. That's okay. So, yeah, get yourselves uh, on your local junior park run volunteer uh, roster. Yeah. And, uh, that, that is a good one, that Ben, because I know junior partner and do struggle for volunteers quite often, and they're always putting shouts out on the Facebook groups and stuff. So that is a good one. Absolutely. And, and, and I know, and, and we've been, I know we've been giving you loads of grief, Matt, and rightly so, because you know you, you have really not contributed a lot at all. But one thing that you have done is, is you've been getting out to junior, haven't you? You did workshop last week. Yeah. You did Olympic Legacy the week before. How have you found it? Yeah, it's been good. Encouraging the uh, the little ones to get up the hills and stuff, and uh, seeing the smiles on the faces when they realise it's the last lap. Yeah, it's good, good fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, great challenge, guys. I am all for it, and we'll be signing up tonight. We are going for some tourist junior park run this weekend. Oh, um, as as we will be down on the south coast. Um, of course, you will. Yeah, wonderful stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we are volunteering. We've already got our names on the roster at uh, junior park run in Bogner. Ah, wonderful. I'm, sh- I'm sure it might it might end up being a fart like family takeover now because there's quite a lot of Bognarians uh, in the challenge. So they might fill up that roster pretty quick, mightn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hopefully we know uh, we know we're going to drag Jack out of bed and take him down there as well. So mm. what to run it? Yeah, yeah, we'll get him running. He's, he's still within the age limits of junior park run, I think. <laughs> it is Eddie is anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Poor little lamb. Uh, wonderful. Great challenge. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Ben and Emma. Great update and great challenge. Uh, we've run a little bit over. It's a long old time. I hope you've enjoyed it. We've had fun, haven't we? Mm, yeah. We have. Chaos. Um, it, it, it has been utter chaos, but it's been <laughs> great. Uh, ben and Emma, uh, have fun this weekend down south. Ben, good luck with the ultra dragging Jack along. I've, I've just realised why he's put five <laughs> points on for the bonus points now on the Sunday. Because because <laughs> he's running the ultra on Saturday and he can't get to park run. You cheating bastard! Yeah, that is a bit that is a bit grim, Ben. That is that is dodgy, mate. Ah oh, no, we said halfway through we're gonna we're gonna have a volunteer challenge and it so happened that it fell on that week. Oh so. yeah, what a what a coincidence, Ben. Uh, hey hey, listen listen when Matt when Matt figures you dastardly plan out, it wasn't that complex. Uh, no right okay right anyway it's still for a very good cause and it is still an absolutely brilliant challenge uh before we let everyone go we move on to do a roll call matty t uh statman john any words of wisdom for our park run uh lovelies uh before we get out of it yes of course uh this week everyone if you could make sure you say no words containing the letter e okay okay, okay. <laughs> i will not thank do, you do that okay will <laughs> brilliant go now matt you're 
You, you said you you, you, you immediately remember. That was the first word that you said, you, you, you stupid little man. You stupid little man. You good at this. He's from Rotherham. You can't blame him. You good at this. That's how you talk normally. Right, uh, right, we're going. Uh, well, I'll try and avoid the ease. Stop by John, we love you better than ever. We love you, we'll see you soon. Matt, let's get to a roll call. Let's do it. Frank! <laughs> All right, partner, you know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll. It's your, still your bit. You say keep roll calling, 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 and I go, what? We've been doing this for like five yeah, series. It's just the fact that you were telling me to... Move. I was telling you to move the microphone away from your mouth because you were getting off with it. <laughs> and it was making you pop a bit. All right, partner. You know what time... I fucked this up, haven't I? Yeah, you really have. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. Oh, is that my line? <laughs> Sorry. You, Rob. What? A <laughs> uh, little bit of an abridged roll call this week because, as usual, we are useless and we put the old shout-out a little bit later than we'd like to. Um, but let's uh, let's shout-out the people that are on there, shall we? Yeah. Shall I go first? Yes, please. Uh, running Birdie, uh, your friend Amy over in Weirdness. Weirdness. Uh, she's shouting out Sammy, your Sammy, for doing 5.5 miles on Friday, which she said has been the longest run in a while. And it was lovely to run with her as well. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I've already mentioned earlier in the podcast, Amy, mm. uh, and, and how grateful I know that Sammy was for it. Uh, she's in a bit of a rough patch at the moment with the running, mm. and I know that uh, she was very, very grateful for that. So awesome. thank you, Amy, and well done to you as well. You've had a great weekend. Mm. Um, uh, there are two separate roll call entries uh, for you, Matt. Oh. Yeah. What about them? Well, exactly. What have you done? Um, uh, both Wayne and Marco Del Wazio, not my favourite person in the world, Marco, <laughs> right now. You bloody cheat. Um, but, <laughs> I love you, Mark. Um, but uh, uh, but they both shouted out that they think that you uh, you actually ran a park run. I did. I did. Thank you for them shout outs, Marco and Wayne. Awesome. Yes, I did. I ran a park run. I think they might be being a little <laughs> bit facetious. I think they are making fun of you. I know they're making fun of me. Um... <laughs> Uh, Gary Ludwin, we all know Gary, uh, he launched a new park run at the weekend, he kept it hush hush. Mm, amazing uh, work. Awesome stuff, Gary, yeah, lovely to see a new park run. Uh, Big numbers they got, didn't they, as well? I'm not I seem sure, to remember, yeah. I'm sure they got in the hundreds. Yeah, wow, amazing. awesome, yeah. yeah. Not yeah, bad great for the first one. Mm, not bad all, at all. All went smoothly. Yeah, well done, Gary. Uh, uh, so our own Emma um, wanted to shout out uh, Paul Griffiths for smashing the Grimsby 10k. Uh, well done, sub 50 is coming with a fire emoji. Uh, e. E. Paul is on fire at the minute. He's doing absolutely incredible. Um, very, very proud of him. Very, very impressed. And very lucky that he's in my team for the partner league because he's, he's, uh, he's, he's doing really well. Um, but a uh, big shout out. I mean, for me, Emma's just shouted out Paul, but just a big shout out to all the guys who did Grimsby. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there was a little contingent that went across. So yeah. obviously Ben and Emma were there as well. And um, Ben did mention that he wanted to shout out M2. Um, and uh, and of course, uh, Rach and Jordan. Jordan's yeah, not had jo- a shout, shout out for Al, has he? No. It was a weekly occurrence at one point. But um, uh, but no, Jordan and, and Rach ran it together. Uh, and, and, and you know what, to be fair, the fact that Jordan didn't try and win it and run off is probably a credit <laughs> to Jordan. Um, knowing Jordan. So um, a huge well done to those two. And, uh, and yeah, lovely to see uh, uh, couples that run together come together. Uh, Dunwin- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, done witness. I, Me and Sammy I, I, never I, run together. I don't. <laughs> you are so desperate. I'm in so much trouble. Sorry, Sammy. Sorry, Sammy. Uh, done witness. Uh, yeah. This one. Oh, this is getting under my skin. This one. Oh, Darren. Uh, Ian Mount. A pantomime villain, yeah, isn't he? At Barrow Park Run for sweeping past me, demoting him to a tenth place finish. Piss off, Darren. Yeah. Oh, them damn ten points he got. Can't wait to go to Barrow Park Run and leg him up. <laughs> we'll be able to catch him, to be Should honest. Fetch me yellow red card for you. Hey, hey, listen. You know what? Let's just let's just take a second because we have loads and loads of banter. And Darren is a really good lad as well, yes. and I know that he knows that it's only banter. Um, but let's just go on record to say it's pretty impressive. No matter what the p- position is, he's obviously got a system that works, but to finish the same place in part room week in, week out is pretty amazing. <laughs> and he's smashing it, and he's really getting involved in the challenge, and that's what we love to see. He's he's all over, not just Instagram, but Facebook as well. He's making these logos, and mm. he's got into it more than anybody, and, and big love to you, Darren. You know that I've got a, love for you, a lot of love for you anyway, mate, but yeah, massive, massive thank you for being so involved, and well done for doing so well, and, and we are going to keep taking the piss out of you. We are going to keep saying we hate you, but we don't. We love you. <laughs> Another thing I forgot to mention while Ben was on as well, uh, he says he, he was going to give people 10 points and a huge pat on the back from, from him, so he's going to be... Well, don't, <laughs> <Darren>. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come within arm's length of Ben. Would be my advice. <laughs> oh dear, I think we've got one more. I think, yes, is that we? for me to do? Yeah, is, so, yes. So uh, a witness themed one. Weirdness. So uh, weirdness. So Rob Corns wanted to shout out. I already mentioned the uh, the, the guys that ran it. So Amy and and, and Kelly. Um, Saw them uh, a couple of times again, part run. Aim, uh, saw um, Kelly at part run. Got a big hug off her on Sunday morning as well um, with with her, with a fellow Warringtonians. I know she can't really listen to the podcast. Um, uh, I know she started to, so hopefully she hears this. If not, I will let her know that she got a big shout out. Anyway, uh, lots of love for Kelly. Lots of love for Amy as well. Uh, both did very, very well. In fact, actually posted really good times. And uh, and then uh, he's also shouted on me and Sammy. Bless Aww. him. For uh, uh, he's put for, for volunteering. I didn't volunteer, mate. I, I only go because they pay me, <laughs> and because they give me a microphone. I've not, I've not, I've, I've not, I've not got a, I've not got a volunteer spirit in me. I'm just, I'm just there for the paycheck. Oh, so, so you didn't actually sign me up for that thing. It was Sammy's code. Oh shit! Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was nothing to do with it. <laughs> it was, Thank you, Sammy. It was fantastic, Sammy. Uh, yeah. To be fair, you'll be get, you'll, you'll be getting my place if you listen to this podcast. Um, uh, can I run with Sammy? <laughs> No, you'll just run off on her. Oh, because of the come together thing. <laughs> you were being rude. It took me a second. Uh, this episode has descended <laughs> yeah. into absolute anarchy. Definitely. That was our roll call. It was. Well done, everybody. Huge well done. Awesome. Good stuff. Matt, it's time for us to get out of here. I think you need to go home. I do. To your own bloody yes. wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no tea yet, so uh, I hope Donna's pre- prepared something. It's a kebab in it. Probably. <laughs> Talked about losing weight at the start. I'm going off to kebab. I'll have salad on it. It offsets it. Uh, um. Yeah. So yes, good. So before we get out of here, though, mm. thank yous. Thank yous indeed. So Graham and Leth are the super awesome theme music. Diddly diddly me. Oh, you chuffed for that. Millie millie me. Cursed. Don't matter what. Why have I still got this on? I don't know what. Who, you, who are you thanking? That's from like week. Kirsty and Steve. <laughs> What is up with you? What's this still doing on here? Let's do the time warp again. Oh, no, they're not Kirsty and Steve. Their, their chat was awesome. It's but, your kids, uh, Marty. 
<laughs> but it's actually Rashi. Thank, thank you, Rashi, for everything you've done and an awesome. Uh, Get in the car, man. <laughs> I've lost it. We have to go back. <laughs> thank you to Ben and Emma. Stop on John. Uh, thank you to the newsletter guy. So Paul McPort run to London. Claire, Claire running Rump Mum. Nick Finnett, Dirt Monkey. Uh, Jamie, 3D Jamie. That's awesome stuff to do with the newsletter. Uh, you can get us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, on our website, whatthefartlike.com. Uh, email us at whatthefartlikepodcast.com. At gmail.com. At... Whatthefartlikepodcast at gmail.com. I was going so loud. You said whatthefartlikepodcast at dot com. <laughs> you know what I said? I'm tired. I'm thinking about kebab. <laughs> <laughs> That's heavy duty, Doc. Um, go on. <sighs> Anything else to say? Or are you done? No, you done. can have a little rest. Yeah, I need a light. <laughs> a little light down, do you? Right oh, bless you. <sighs> um, do you want me to tell you who's on the show next week? Yes, please. Uh, how good is it when we have a Brooks team happy runner on? We've had a few. They're the best, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Love them. Or are they better than the Assets front runners? Oh, that's a challenge. There's only one thing to do, isn't there? Fight! Fight! <laughs> Murder ball! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're both amazing. Uh, so, last time, the last time we had a triathlete on, was Rachel Willerford. Right, yes. And we got a good bit of interest in uh, triathlonism. Oh my God, we're not professional. Mm. Triathlonism? Triathlons. Triathlons. Triathlons, yeah. (laughs) Just put an S on the end of it, Rob, you (laughs) fucking moron. Um, Triathlons. Um, So uh, we've got another triathlete uh, we've got the amazing Kelsey Johnson. You might know her as Kelsey Olivia on uh, on the old Instagram. I'm not familiar, I don't think. Uh, no, uh, but she she is amazing. She I got to know her fairly recently through Beth, Beth and Varney, oh, right, yeah. um, who is a fellow member of the Brooks team. Uh, they ran together a couple of times, and that turned me on to Kelsey's journey and following her and seeing right. the great stuff she's doing um, in triathlon. So it's not just a running one this week. It's uh, next week we're talking about the Bicep, swimming bicycling. and the bicycling. <laughs> Bicycling and the bicycling. Um, um, uh, we're talking about all that, um, but we're also talking um, uh, to uh, to her about uh, Kelsey about the fact that she's a person of colour, um, representation or a lack thereof, particularly in the triathlon, uh, and some of the things that she is trying to do to combat that, to um, drive representation, promote it within within the sport. Um, awesome. Really amazing lady, really great chat. It was a lot of fun, really easy one to do, uh, and looking forward to sharing with everybody. That's on Thursday. Nice one. Wonderful. Uh, anything else to say before we get out of here? Fart, like, driving up the, ramping up the, the, the league, the um, weekender that's coming mm. at the end of May. At uh, May, July. God, I'm as tired as you. You're rubbing <laughs> off on me. It's contagious. Uh, end of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's coming up. Uh, uh, you've got your team for the football. I have, yes. Are they feeling confident? The, the, not, I've not yet sorted the position, but we're going to put more of a fight this time around. Paul Locke up front. Yes. No, he's, 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 in, this, he's, in, he's in the middle. He's a 10. He's, he's a powerhouse. Yeah, he's, he's an engine. That's, middle, what, yeah. that's what he told he's me. He's our messy. Easy messy. Mm. I saw him as more of a Roy Keane, me. Yeah. I just weapon. don't want to score another goal. If you don't score another goal, it'll be a win. I but just want to stop you from scoring. Yeah, it couldn't have gone better last year, could it? And and we might be video recording it. As we well. might be video recording it. Hiring one of these uh, video cameras. Rele- should, should we release uh, a digital copy of it yeah. and we'll do some commentary over it and stuff? <laughs> Get Statman, Statman John <laughs> commentating. Yes, 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 yes. We're doing it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, but more importantly, it's not just about the football. It's a charity event. We're raising money in Sheffield for Run for Your Mind. Ollie, our absolute superhuman friend, who's doing great things to support mental health through running. 
Um, we are having a Friday night run bit. Awesome. Uh, the biggest one ever. Uh, very excited to be leading that uh, around the site of Sheffield. Going to take you guys down to Cathedral and back. And then a couple of nice craft ales at the Head of Steam afterwards oh, on Friday night. That'll be lovely. And then Ben is leading a park run at Hillsborough yes. in the shadow of the famous Hillsborough Stadium of the mighty Sheffield Wednesday. Church. The mighty Sheffield Birds. Um, they are birds, aren't they? Owls. Owls are bird. I know that. Yeah. It just it sounded weird, the Sheffield birds. I know, I was taking a piss out of you. I know you. Those mighty Sheffield birds. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to do that, and then the, the football, and then we've got a party. It just so happens to be my birthday, so you can come along and say happy birthday to me. Um, I will accept a beer as a birthday present. And then on Sunday, if anyone's not too hungover, Ben's going to lead a trek into the peaks to see to blow out the cobwebs and see some of the lovely sights that we've got in good old Yorkshire. Yorkshire, 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 Yorkshire. Uh, so that's going to be great. Uh, really excited for it. If you are keen, if you're listening to it, just take the story of Amy, please. I think that's the the key message here. You know, if you are feeling a little bit nervous about getting involved, if you're thinking that it's a little bit overwhelming, please don't reach out either on the podcast page or come and find me on Matt individually. If it's a little bit overwhelming, I know like I've, I've messaged, I've had messages from a few people who've said, Oh, how can I get involved? And we give you the group chat and you know, throwing yourself into hundred person plus WhatsApp chat can be a little bit daunting, mm-hmm. but don't do that. If you don't want to come and just chat to us, come, let's, you know, if you're local, let's go and have a, a run and a beer. If, if, if you're not local, then let's have a chat on the phone. It, mm-hmm. It's fine. Let's get to know each other and then come to these events like the weekend, like the Alton Towers thing in yeah. November. Um, we're hopefully going to get to Milton Keynes in the autumn at some point yeah, as well. It's good, good central point. We've done that a couple of times. It's good fun. Um, but please, 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 please come and get involved. We want you as part of our family. We want to combat loneliness within the running community. We want to help people as much as we can. That is why we do this. Um, so yeah, come and have a chat with us. Where can people find you if they want to give you a follow, Matt? I don't think they want to after this one, to be honest. But no. It's at Matty Owls. At- if, you want, if you want to come and have a chat, uh, like, said, like Rob says, uh, come and find us. We're easy to chat to. We're down to earth. We're not, you know, yeah. yeah. We're, just, we're just normal people. Speak for yourself. I'm a superhero. <laughs> Celebrity now. I'm, I'm a run through MC, don't you know? <laughs> oh, he's rubbing water. Oh, he's rubbing Nobody's ever said that to me. Uh, please do. That will feed my ego massively. Um, and I am, of course, at Little mm. Rob. Thanks for not asking, Matt. Uh, you didn't thank Jack. Well, is, he, is he actually... He's editing. Is he? Yeah. After you've trimmed it all and cut it. Oh, yeah, I'll have done most of the work. But he, get, yeah, I like to make him feel valued. Is he scheduling it for the right time tonight? <laughs> <laughs> he has a hard time of it sometimes, doesn't he? <laughs> Poor little lad. And he's got to run 100 kilometres with Ben at the weekend. I don't know who I feel more sorry for. Um, And that's it. Awesome. That's it. We're done. Another one in the bag. In the bag, baby. Hope you enjoyed it. Please give us a share. Please give us a follow. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can improve. Let us know what we do differently. Uh, Most importantly, though, guys, have a wonderful week. May your runs, as always, continue to be wonderful. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. Be kind, or man, just just behave. Like There's there's been some stuff on social media that I'm not going to get into, but I've seen some really ugly stuff rearing its head again. If you don't like what it is that's going on in a certain part of the world or in a certain social media space, just go somewhere else, man. It's just, it doesn't concern you at all. Just get over yourself. Piss off. Anyway, that's it from me. That's me off me soapbox. We love you lots. We'll see you next week. Peace. Where are you going? You've not cacard. Cock-a-ha. All right, you can leave now. <laughs> Frisbee kebab. <laughs>